Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Thank you, Alice, for joining us on Dub's podcast, Connection Loop. Dub is the video communication platform that now 40,000 people are using. And we're so excited to see our growth, but more importantly, we're we're excited to be building our community. So, Alice, if you could start with a, a quick bio on yourself, and let's get into this topic. Well, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Love following Dub online. So many exciting things going on with your company right now. I am a sales strategist who works with CEOs and their sales teams to ensure that they have the right strategy for their business-to-business complex sale so that they can scale their sales quickly. And uh, many CEOs want to scale their sales to get a higher valuation so that they can bring on investors or their investors can be happier, or perhaps they even wanna exit their company at some point in the near future. So I'm out there helping CEOs get the value for their companies that they really want. So good. Such a valuable service. Now, I'll start with a question. You know, what would you say the the number one problem that you're trying to solve is? Well, I think for most CEOs, when they look at sales, they have, you know, some trepidation about what exactly is going on. Um, They want their sales to be higher or they want better customer retention. Um, They want something different to happen in sales, and they're not sure exactly how to make it happen. They may have reached a plateau, and they're just not getting past that in sales. But they know that in order to get the value of their company higher, they've got to have that revenue coming in to keep the investors happy, um, to have money to invest back into their company, or to attract investors. So they really want to figure out how to take sales to the next Next level. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And then what would you say the biggest opportunity right now is um, with, with technology and with you know ways of communicating and people's open-mindedness? Um, what's changed and how can that how can we benefit from that? Well, I know that uh, 2020 brought some struggles for some companies, and we definitely can not overlook that. But I really believe there is so much opportunity now for many companies who only had salespeople uh, out in the street, you know, feet on the street, knocking on doors or flying to their customers and customers, depending on seeing those salespeople every day, that a lot of that can't go on anymore. But there's opportunity for those salespeople to do even more because they don't have all that travel time and they can uh, pay more attention even to their customers because they don't have uh, that travel time. And I think they can give a higher quality attention to their customers and prospects as well. And they can serve more and they can serve globally. So where we maybe were just able to have a rep in one territory serving that territory only and driving around or flying around, which takes so much time, that rep's time is freed up because they don't have that travel. So they can do more research on their customers. They can bring more value, more insights, and they can actually spend more time with their customers and prospects. Mm. And what would you say the number one mistake that CEOs are making? 
Well, I think that CEOs don't really know what a modern sale is. They don't know what salespeople should be doing right now today. They still want salespeople to make a lot of dials every single day. They still want them to send out hundreds or thousands of emails. And uh, the messaging they're using in these calls is not great, you know, so or in these emails, it's not great. So it's just more volume of bad messaging. And that's because those things used to work or knock on more doors, which of course you can't do right now. So more, more, more isn't really working. We have to stop pushing the more button and start pushing the better button. And when we do that, our sales are going to increase. Um, they just don't really know what salespeople should be doing today to be highly effective. Mm. So I think what you're really referring to is this idea of being truly intentional, being conversion focused, not about being volume focused. Um, there's a lot of you know old philosophies where it's about grinding, it's about pushing. And, and in fact, now it's about attracting, it's about engaging. Um, what would you say the changes to communication are? How are we using empathy, using compassion, using listening skills to, to be more effective in sales? Well, I think if we are using better communication skills, sales will certainly be easier. Many companies simply make sales way too hard. A thousand emails to get one response, that's way too hard. I don't want to do that, right? If I improve my communication, so the messaging in the email is a lot better, let's say a thousand times better, <laughs> then my response rate is going to increase greatly. But, you know, people don't really want any more email in their inbox, Ruben. I mean, how many more emails would you like to get every day? 10 or 12 or 100 more? No. <laughs> so we want to give uh, customers and prospects messaging that matters to them. And we want to give it to them in a way that they prefer. And as you and I both know, people prefer video. And this is why if you're going to continue using email or using LinkedIn to send messaging, you simply must use email because it's so much better for me to communicate with you, Ruben, by mm. doing this. You can see my face, you can see my smile, my enthusiasm, how much I care, and I can give you a genuine message. Now, I still have to do my homework and get the message that matters so I can say it, but um, how much better is that than just receiving a boring email with a bunch of bullets in it about what my company can do for you? Mm -hmm. Well, what's so interesting is that if you look at this idea of the ignore culture, which I might call it in, in sales, which we ignore emails, we ignore SMSs, we ignore LinkedIn messages. That's the culture that we have now because we're so inundated with information with people that are selling that we've just learned the easiest thing to do is to not respond. And right. why are we not responding? And then from the other person's perspective, from the sales salesperson's perspective, why are they being ignored? And, and I would say, how do we become less ignored in sales? Well, you know, that's the, that's what we all want, right? We want a world-class sales organization. And what does world-class means? It mm -hmm. means that our salespeople know what matters to our customers and they know how to communicate it. And they do that well every single day. They bring tremendous value, tremendous insights, um, ideas, collaboration. They bring it all to our customers and prospects. So 
people who have never done business with us want to do business with us because we're bringing that tremendous value. People who already do business with us want to keep doing business with us. And that's what is going to make the difference is if we can bring that value and communicate it on a regular basis. So we have to be clear as a bell on the very first sentence that we say so that the other person knows what we're going to talk to them about and why it's important to them. Mm. So good. So what are some of the practices that you are teaching your clients and some of the learnings that you've gained within the last year or so? Well, I have always teach, uh, sorry, I've always taught people to be good sellers. What does being a good seller mean? Being a good seller means solving problems. You can't solve a problem you don't understand, and you certainly can't solve a problem if a person doesn't even have that problem to solve. So we have to start with doing our homework, doing our research. So we first know who our ideal customer is, who's most likely to buy from us and why, what type of companies they are, and the individuals inside of those companies. Once we've done that, then we have to learn what they care about and what they're trying to accomplish in the world, what their goals are, how they go out to their customers, how they help their customers, and how what we do can help them help their customers. That's a lot of research that most salespeople are not doing. But once you have all of that, it's much easier to craft a message that matters. So we work on crafting that message. Now, yes, salespeople have to be good writers these days. It's true. Mm -hmm. um, or get some help from your marketing department. But you don't have to be fancy. You just have to make sure you state what matters in a way that the other person will go, oh, that matters to me. I want to talk to you. Mm. Very valuable. Now, you talk a lot about the, the pivot, the sales pivot. I, I saw you had a post on your, on your blog about that, your sales pivot, what CEOs need to know about sales right now. So this art of the pivot, that's a guy, a guy Kawasaki book, talks about how we need to adapt, we need to learn, we need to adapt, we need to change, and then we need to continue that cycle. This is the lean methodology. It's a very agile way of adapting to our surroundings. It's what happens in nature, it's what happens in evolution, right. martial arts, there's so many examples here. Um, how can we be better pivoters? How do we know when to pivot? And then how do we pivot confidently? Well, for CEOs, they have to listen. They have to listen to the people that work for them. Hopefully they've surrounded themselves with great people who are looking out at what's happening in the world and what's happening um, with the customers. And they can bring good information to the CEO. Uh, we have to listen to our customers. So two sets of people for CEOs to listen to, their own employees, their own team, who is out there listening, and customers. So one of the best things that CEOs can do is form relationships with their customers at the top of the organization. So they can talk to people who have their finger on the pulse of what's going on, uh, people who care about the return on investment, people at a higher level who are thinking bigger, and they can talk with them about what their company needs, how their company can be helpful, how they're serving their customers. So if CEOs can stay focused on that, they'll be able to pivot quickly because they'll hear their team telling them, we need these things to be successful. Here's what we're hearing out there. Here's what our competitors are doing. Here's what our vendors and customers are doing. Here's what our prospects are doing, right? And then if they actually 
talk to the people at those customer organizations. They'll get even more information that will help them make good decisions about what direction they should go with products, product development, keep some products, let go of some products. It'll help them know how their salespeople should be approaching the marketplace. It will give them a wealth of information so that they can build a world-class sales organization. And I think one of the most important things of a world-class sales organization is one that receives referrals. Uh, referrals are the best compliment and they're also the highest uh, converting channel most probably because it's not us, it's not we that sold someone else, it's someone that's getting success, that's right. money, solving their problems, saving money. Um, talk to us a little bit about referrals. How can we integrate the referral machine into our daily flow? into the DNA of our business. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Ruben, this is so important. Referrals should be the lifeblood of your organization. Sales should be easier. When you are going out cold, you need tremendous volume to make an impact on your organization. You have to dial a thousand times or send a thousand emails to get a very small response. And what all salespeople need is to have more conversations with people who can buy from them or refer people who can buy from them. And so every day, instead of having conversations, salespeople are sending emails and uh, making cold calls and probably putting out fires from all kinds of different things. So instead of that, if they were making sure they were talking to people who could give them a referral or talking, people, talking to people who were referred to them, they would have a better day every day because they would be having actual conversations with people who could buy from them. It is so much easier to look at your existing customer base and make sure they are extraordinarily happy so that you can ask them for introductions versus cold calling. It is so important to spend time developing relationships with vendors or others who could refer customers to you and people are truly happy to refer to you, to make those introductions if you have done a great job. Such a such a valuable thing. And and it's and it's and it's easier than one might think. You know, if we have the best customer experience, if we provide the best support, have a solid product, you know, communicate, and most importantly, ask, referrals are very possible. Absolutely. No yeah. doubt about it. I've seen it happen many times. Companies, they say to me, oh yeah, we get referrals all the time. And then I ask them, well, about how often? Once a month, once a year? Well, a couple times a year. I'm like, what if you got referrals every day? What would your life be like then? So it's very doable. You have to ask. Yeah. And I think that setting up channels, setting up systems is also integral for referrals you know, at Dub, we have an affiliate program, we have a referral program, we have the support community, we have a coach, we have, just the list keeps going. In fact, we're about to launch Dub Academy, um, which I think is gonna be really powerful for, for people in the sales industry, for coaches and, and also end users. Um, but it's all about those channels, but at the end of the day, it is about asking to your point. Um, Absolutely. And if you go to my blog and you just type in, in the search referrals, there's several articles there that you can read that will help you set up your referral process. It will help you uh, learn how to take care of a referral once you get one um, and all, all kinds of things that you can do to help yourself uh, to get more referrals and keep that flow coming in. And how can we find your blog? You can find my blog at alicehyman.com. There it is, alicehyman.com. Beautiful. 
Um, you also talk about mindset. And mindset, I think, is relevant you know, on a couple of different levels. Number one, it's mindset from a leader's perspective. You know, mindset from the CEO's perspective. Mindset from the person, the, the person in the trenches, the salesperson that's making the call, sending the emails, sending the dub videos. What is your take? What is your best uh, sort of coaching on how we can improve our mindset? Yeah. So right now that is maybe a little harder than it's been in the past. Uh, so everybody should be paying attention to their mindset, their attitude. I think one of the most important things that everyone should do is uh, just practice gratitude. You probably heard that a million times, um, but just wake up in the morning and think of all the things you're thankful for. Just spend three or four minutes, write it down, think about it, talk about it, um, maybe even write a note to somebody that you're you know, grateful to have in your life. And then every night before you go to bed, do it again. Um, I think that we focus too much on the negative because our brains are wired to focus on the negative um, from you know, the, t the dawn of time you know, of, of people being on this planet. Uh, our brains are wired to for survival. And so to survive, you do have to focus on some negative things because you didn't want to get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger, right? But now we don't have those kinds of dangers in our lives every day. And we have to rewire our brains to be more positive. And a simple, simple way to do that is simply think about or even write down the things you're grateful for or take it even another step and let others know what you're grateful for every single day. There's so many ways to do it. Social media, a handwritten note, an email, a phone call, a text. Just let people know you're grateful throughout the day and your mindset will shift. Uh, but I also think that we need to limit what comes in that's negative. So if you are watching the news or reading a lot of news all the time, I know you have to keep up on what's going on in the world, but read your industry news and <laughs> read about the companies you're selling to. And don't let your head get filled up with a lot of bad news all the time uh, from what's going out there. Stay focused on the positive. Watch happy movies. Mm. Um, laugh with your friends. Play games with your kids and laugh. Uh, so do happy things. Take a walk. Um, look at flowers. Look at nature. Look at cute babies or cute baby animals. You know, this sounds silly. It's so simple, right? But those are the kinds of things we can do to keep ourselves in the right mindset and make sure we're not giving ourselves negative messages. So don't say things like, I can't do that. Say things like, I haven't learned to do it yet. Or uh, that was really hard or, oh gosh, it's so hard. Well, when I hear you say that, you're just really telling your brain how hard it is. So instead of saying that, say, I need to figure out a way to make this easier. Mm. And then your mindset starts to flip. So you need to use replacement terms for you know things that you're telling yourself inside your head or even things that you're saying out loud. Make sure you frame them in the positive so that you can take action and make something happen. Yeah, this is such an important topic. You know, this idea of neuroplasticity, where we actually are, are forming the way that our neurons are firing and wiring together. You know, there's this old saying, the neurons that fire together, wire together. And this just, it, what you're talking about is there's so much science behind it, where if we are rooted in gratitude and, and have less of that victim mentality, then we actually overcome our challenges and we see our challenges 
as opportunities and we get better and better and better at it with with time so it's all about seeing those those cute babies and sometimes cute baby animals yeah and i do want to say one thing it's really easy to be happy when you're happy yeah so if you're not happy get some help mm. there's nothing wrong with that talk to a friend talk to a professional but don't just be sad or um you know having a bad mindset don't sink into that get some help there are so many people out there who love you and want to help you so please ask for help if you cannot keep yourself happy and grateful if you keep sinking into the negative find someone who can help you mm, so good words of healing and inspiration well alice thank you so much for this insightful conversation um, please tell us where we can learn more about you, social channels, website. We'd love to get it all. Yeah, I'm Alice Hyman on almost every channel. So Alice Hyman on LinkedIn. And I'd love for you to connect with me on LinkedIn and tell me you heard me here with Ruben so that um, I will know how you know me. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Alice Hyman. Same on Instagram, at Alice Hyman. I got to get a little better at posting more stuff on Instagram, but um, you can see some fun stuff there as well. Facebook, I'm at Alice Hyman and at Alice Hyman LLC for my business page. So it's pretty easy to find me if you spell my last name right, H-E-I-M-A-N. Um, and I'd love to connect with you on, at any of those places. And please go to my website, alicehyman.com forward slash blog. If you want to read the blog, I'm posting things um, every month, uh, several times a month for you to improve in your sales. Alice, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. It's been great to be here. Thanks, Ruben. Stick around for some notes. Thanks again.